I don't know that we get it, okay? I don't know that we can really get it, but it's starting in verse, so that's what's happened, okay? That's what's happened. So as, as I read on, that's what's happened. Starting in verse 42 of chapter 2 of the book of Acts. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common, sold their possessions and goods, divided them among all as anyone had need. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Now I want you to understand something. What has just been birthed? What has just been born? The church, the New Testament, first century church has just been born, has just been planted. And where are we at? Where are we? We're in Jerusalem. Okay, I just want to make sure you're tracking with me, okay? But we're in Jerusalem, okay? And this, and this, new, this new church has been planted, this church that is based upon, focused on Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Christ, the preeminent one, the one that deserves the focus, the one that the focus ought to be on, just like here in 2018, standing in Mission Community Church, the focus is on Christ. The focus is on Jesus. So, they get into this thing, and, 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 and let, me just, let me just tell you, if you're, if you're trying to figure out what you're supposed to do. I used to, have a, I used to have a firefighter. His name was David Lewis. We called him Screwy Louie, okay? And, and it was a term of endearment. I love that man, okay? I absolutely love that man. But he would always ask me, what is my job? What is my job, okay? Well, when you think about the church, this is a good place to go if you think about, as a church, what are we supposed to do? Who are we supposed to be? You know, there are many places that you can go in God's Word and praise God. He's very clear here. He's very specific here of what we're to do. You know, I was a um, paramedic. I started as a paramedic in 1991, did it for the rest of my career through 2010. So for 19 years, I was a paramedic. And, and you know what? There were times that I would get stumped. Now, I know that you're probably saying, oh boy, I'm glad you weren't taking care of me that moment when, that, when you got stumped. But there were times when, you know what, you were trying to figure this thing out. And, and they, they, they always said, if you ever get stumped, there's one thing to always remember. ABC, 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 ABC. Now, ABC to me, as a paramedic, meant airway, breathing, circulation. Take care of those, take care of those, and you will keep someone alive until you figure it out or until you deliver them to the hospital. Praise the Lord, there were some times I was really glad to deliver them to the hospital. So, what, why am I telling you that? When we wonder sometimes what we're supposed to be doing, what we're supposed to be about, you know, this is a good place to go. And this is a good place to think about what these, what these folks, first century church, very first church, very first church, Luke writes what God has inspired, what God has inspired and given life to, and that is 
what the church looked like. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. In other words, they continued to do what they had been doing, and that was listening to the teaching of the apostles. Now, here's what I want you to understand, that when they were walking with Jesus, guess what? They were learning, but they didn't get it all. They had a hard time understanding some of the things that Jesus told them. But you know, they followed anyway, and they obediently and, and they obediently followed, and every once in a while they'd say something that they shouldn't have said, and Jesus would call them out on it, and, and you know how some of that goes. And, but, but here's the thing I want you to understand about these apostles, and I want you to understand about the New Testament. Do you understand that the majority of the New Testament was written by the apostles? Do you understand that? The majority of the New Testament was written by the apostles. And if it wasn't written by an apostle, it was written by another eyewitness. Okay? So think about, think about the New Testament that's being written and the, and the authority. And, and guess what? Guess what? Now, I told you when they were walking with Jesus, they didn't get it. What was the point of breakover? What was the point when they began to get it? What happened? Okay. Jesus died. Jesus was buried. Rose again on the third day. Forty days. Ascended into heaven. They were told. And the next thing you know, here comes the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit rest upon them. And now, and now their eyes are open. And now their understanding is broadened. And now they get it. And can you see that? Can, can you imagine that? Okay, and, and, so, and so what did they do? They continued steadfastly in the doctrine that, by the way, was being written and played out right there before them, okay? Because all they really had, all they really had was the Old Testament. You understand that? All they really had at this point was the Old Testament. Those were the only scriptures that they had. All right, so, so let's, go, let's go to Peter for a minute. Let's go over here to Peter. I'll tell you which one in a minute. It's going to be 2 Peter, 2 Peter 1. Let's go here for just a second. Since Peter just preached, I think we ought to just let Peter continue to speak. 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 19 through 21. Look at what it says. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Does that make sense to you? Do you, do you understand that, you, you know what, and, and what it does is it, is it reminds us, it reminds us that, you know what, we better not give it our own interpretation. We better not, we better not say what we think it says, but we better do our research, and we better do our homework, and we better know what it says. And we teach it that way, 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 and we don't waver from it. And we're, not, and we're not knocked away from it. We teach it the way it's supposed to be teat, or taught. Excuse me. And then, they were, and, and then there was fellowship. 
there was fellowship. Now, why was there fellowship? Why, why, why was there fellowship? Because, because you know what? Because you, the church mattered. I'm just going to leave it at that for a second. I'm going to let that one. I'm going to let that one simmer for a second. The church mattered, and fellowship and fellowship was fellowship is one of those things. Fellowship is one of those things where, you, you know what? I'm just going to say it again like this: We do life together. We do life together. We 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 experience things with one another. We walk with one another. We we you, you know what? Whatever whatever it means, we we do that together. They, they had fellowship. And the breaking of bread and prayers, and then the breaking of bread here is talking about the Lord's Supper. It is talking about that thing which was commanded. Right there from the very beginning, from the very beginning, they're told to observe the Lord's Supper. They're told to observe that, that, um, that symbolic thing, that symbolic, that symbolic thing that, um, that Jesus had showed them there, there at the Last Supper. Where, where they, would, they would remember him, they would remember what he had done until he comes again. Just like what we do. You remember last week's? You remember what happened last week? Okay, I hope you never forget it. Okay, yeah, I won't anytime soon. But in the breaking of bread and in prayers, they were praying. They were praying not only individually, but corporately. They were praying individually, and they were praying corporately. Okay, and corporately means they were praying as a group, as a group that came together, that came together to pray. I thought it kind of funny the other night. I think it was, I think it was, the, yeah, it was. Um, Kinsley was praying. Kinsley was praying, and Jace didn't hear what she prayed. And Jace said, I didn't hear what she prayed. And you know what? I've heard people I've heard people in prayer meetings say that we needed to mic people that were praying because they wanted to know what they were saying. Now, here's here's the our little teaching moment. Our little teaching moment there was, you know, Kinsley was praying to the Lord. Our prayers are to the Lord. Our prayers are not to one another. Our prayers are to the Lord. We're lifting up prayers to the Lord. So so the fact that we did or did not hear the prayer, it's okay. It's okay because the prayer the prayer went to God. God heard it. God heard it, and um, I can only imagine how God feels when little children, when little children are raising up prayers to Him, and 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 speaking to Him. Ah, I know what it does to me. I can only imagine what our Creator thinks. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. You know, the apostles, once the Holy Spirit had come, the apostles were doing amazing things. They were they they, they were healing people and they were um, casting out demons and they they even from time to time raised someone from the dead and um, not raised somebody from the dead that was going to stay alive for the rest of the rest of the time but they raised them and and you know but God did amazing things through these folks and 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 you know what that fear do, do you know what I believe that if we replace the fear that we have in our lives today with with this fear that they're talking about right here that fell upon that fell upon the church you, you know what I, I believe that i believe that our lives would be different i believe that our lives would be different because because you know the fear that's being talked about here is is a focus on the lord and awe and a respect and a reverence for the lord and and if we were to acquire that and we were to let that be our greatest concern and not worry about all these things that we can't do anything about 
and, and, and so on. You, you know what? Praise God, the 14-year-old crossed a path and ended up where he ended up yesterday. Because praise God, that, that, yesterday, that, that was a great place for him to be. Around a great number of people. Around a great number of people that he needed to be around. Praise God for the 14-year-old that drove into this parking lot when three of us just happened to still be here, happened to still be here, and were, and were able to, to hopefully get him to a safer place than where he was when he pulls up into this parking lot. And so, um, but, but if, we would, if we would think about that, if we would think about the, 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 the fear, the, 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 the beginning of wisdom is what? fear the Lord. And that's, and that's not walking around scared to death about the Lord and what he's going to do. It's, it's, it's knowing that God is exactly who he says he is. And you know what? Can do exactly what he says he can do and that we trust that and that we put our trust there. And then it goes on. It says, now all who believe were together had all things in common, sold their possessions and goods, and divided them among all as anyone had need. Now, first of all, let me, let me, let me say something here. Now, all who believed were together. All who believed were together. Now, I, I want to I stay, stay here for a moment. Um, what does that look like? What does that mean? You, you know what? I've always, I've told people, I've told people for the whole time that I've been here, and it has nothing to do with me. But I've told people for the whole time that I've been here that, that we have been a unified body. You, you know what I mean by that? You know what I mean by that when I say that? We're not trying to kill each other. We're not trying to beat each other up. We're not trying to, we're, we're, not, we're not pounding on each other. You, 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 get what I'm say, you get what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? That's what I mean when I, when I say that we're unified. Because you know what? I guarantee you that I could give you the floor for a moment and let you stand up and tell a bad story that you have seen somewhere else. And I praise God that that stuff's not happening. That stuff hasn't happened since I got here. Since I, since I got here, I have not seen that. And I pray, I pray that we don't ever see that. Okay, so that's what I mean when I say unified. But the Scripture said they were together. Scripture said they were together, you know, and we know why they were to, what they were together based around. We know that the church mattered. We, we, when, when I say the church, you know, I'm not talking about a place. I'm talking about a people, okay? And, and, and the thing is, okay, so, so these people enjoyed spending life with one another. They enjoyed fellowshipping with one another. They observed things with one another. They were learning with one another, all these kinds of things, all these kinds of things. So, so folks, here's what I want to tell you. In my, in my almost 13 years, what we are doing right now in this church, rebranding and renaming and revisioning this church, is the first time, really, that we've truly been together about anything. Now, you said to, you're going to go, but pastor, I don't, agree. I, don't, I don't think you're right on that. Let, let, me, let me explain. So, you know, we, we've got an Awana's ministry and a whole lot of people are required for that to happen, okay? And we've been doing that now for, help me, Bonnie, um, since you were there with me in the beginning. We started in 2009. We started in, I think, 2009, the fall of 2009. Here we are, here we are, um, 
coming on spring. Come on, spring. Spring of 2018. So, yeah, you, you, you see. But, but, here, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, you know, we go to Africa. We go to Baltimore. We, um, we have a good news club. We, we, um, we have all of these things. But you, you know what? There's only a few that are involved in each one of those things. I, I, it's, it's not like, it's not like um, you all are so on board with Africa that you, are, that you are worrying me to death to go on the next trip. Now, I got a couple, a couple, a husband and wife, who have told me I want to be on the next trip. Okay, but, that, but the thing is, for the most part, you all are not, you all are not tackling me tackling me and saying I want to be on the next trip in fact in fact I wonder every time we let, throw a trip out there if there will be people to go I wonder about that when we go to Baltimore it's not like it's not like we had to take the van yesterday I just wanted to give the blue van a workout okay but the thing is it's not like we had to do that because we could have taken my truck because it it, it do you, hear, do you hear what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying? And I'm not saying it. Please don't take it. I'm not saying it in a negative way. I'm really not. What, what I'm saying is, though, about this rebranding, about this renaming and this stuff, we're together. We're together. We're, 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 doing, thing, we're, we're doing things together. We're, we're, we, painted, we painted the outside of this building in 35, 49 winds. We, um, with a spray gun. Um, okay, <laughs> I just, thought I'd throw that out. We downstairs got painted, and, 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 and you know what? And, and, and you know what? Here, here's the thing I'm going to tell you. Here's the thing I'm going to tell you. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's bright. Yeah, it's colorful. And, and yeah, um, you, you know what? If, if, you're, if you're struggling with it right now, just hang on. You'll get it. Okay, you'll get it. You'll feel better. It'll, it, it'll just fall right into your wheelhouse. It'll fall right into your color scheme. It, it will. I, I promise you. I promise you, just hang on. And that doesn't mean we're going to put new colors anywhere, but just hang on, okay? And, and the thing is, but folks, but folks, here's the thing. We're together. We're together in this thing. So, so, so let, me, let me share something with you. It's going to, this is going to come very strangely right now. Um, and I'm even doing something. Um, I had a conversation with one other before I'm doing this. So, so here we go with this moment. We're going to go over budget. We're going to go over budget. And we're going to go... Okay, so our budget was $4,000. Our budget was $4,000. Uh, at last, I checked, and it might be even different than what I say right now, and, but it was 4300 that we had spent. It's more. Okay, I knew it was. Uh, but, but, but here's the good thing about, what, about that. Here's the good thing about that. We're going to go about 2500 over. We're going to go about 2500 over. And here's the, th- here's the reason I'm telling you this right now. I believe we're together on this. And, there are, and the things that are left to be done need to be done. It's not one of those things that we stop, our, we stop in our tracks and we say, oh, we've, we've gone too far, we've spent too much, we can't go, we can't finish. No, 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 no. No. We must finish. We must finish this. And, and to finish this means that we are all going to have to step up and we're all going to need to give some more. 
We're going to need to give some more. I, I, I'm sorry, this is not a stewardship, but you know what? But you know what? When I read this right here of what they did in that first century church, they voluntarily, they voluntarily gave, sold their stuff and, 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 availed, and availed that to people who had need. They were not forced, not a single person was forced to do a single thing. And folks, I'm not standing here forcing you to give anything else towards rebranding. But I am simply wanting you to know because I believe that we are together. I believe we are together. And because we are together on this, you you know what? The floor downstairs does need to be done. Okay, we need to do that. The the, um, curriculum for the children's church needs to be purchased. Okay, we're going to talk with leadership tomorrow night. We're going to talk with leadership team tomorrow night, and we're going to try to figure this out. We're going to work through the details of this. But you know what? But, and I'm not circumventing them. I'm not circumventing my, my leadership team at all. I am not. Here, here's because. Leadership team will help make the decisions of how we proceed further. But here's the thing. You can start giving now. You can start giving now, or you can start praying as to how you can give to help with this, to help with this. Because the thing is, it's not, you, you see all these things happening? Do you see things happening? Do you agree that things are happening? Yes. Are they good things? Yes. Are they exciting things? Yes. And, and, and again, don't say it just because I'm up here asking and just because you want to you, you make me think you're, but, but the thing is, I think you really feel that. I believe that you are really, I believe that you are re- genuinely excited about the things that we see. Every time something new pops up, it's just another, it's just another step in a new direction. Okay? Now, I'm going to tell you what. I was tired yesterday when I got back from Baltimore. I was tired. And, but I knew I was coming back to, we got to put sign up. Okay? And it's all good. And praise the Lord, it went up there, it went up there pretty much with nobody getting injured, okay? Pretty much with nobody getting hurt, the sign went up. And, and, and praise the Lord for that. Praise the Lord for that. And I, I pray that you're excited. And you know what? We're together on this piece. We're, we're together on this. Now, I'd like to be together on everything, but you know what? I'll take, I'll take what I get. I'll take it the way I get it, okay? So, they were together. They had all things in common. They sold their possession. Remember, it's just like in giving. In giving. How do we give? How do we give? Sacrificially? Cheerfully? Should, should I be standing over you, lording over you? Should I be looking over your shoulder as you're writing that check? I, now, I have written a few checks. I, remember Bar, Barbara Sutton? Okay, here's my moment with Barbara, okay? Um, Barbara is with the Lord today, okay? So praise the Lord for that. Wouldn't want to come back. But she would always make me write her checks for her. She would always make, make me write her tithe check. And I would say, Barbara, I don't want to write your tithe check, okay? But you know what? But you know what? As, as her shepherd, as, as her pastor, I did what she asked me to do, okay? And one day I'm writing it. And her family members are over my shoulder as I'm writing it. I said, see, Barbara, that's why I didn't want to write it, okay? Because they were very untrusting of of that whole thing. But anyhow, we give freely. We give sacrificially. We give voluntarily. Voluntarily, not by compulsion. 
You, you know, and that's what they were doing right off the bat. Can you imagine 3,000? All right, how many came to the church on that day? 3,000 more. In other words, it went to at least 3,120. And they're giving, and they're giving right off the bat. They're giving right off the bat. What, what a good lesson, what a good lesson in stewardship to a new believer. You know, you might say, oh, I can't talk about that right now. Huh. No, no, we can't talk about, we can't talk about, we can't, no, no, we can't talk about that. We need to talk about that. You know, we need to talk about what it means, what it means to be a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ and to be a part, of, to be a part of his church. What, what it means to say, you know what, my material doesn't mean anything to me. But how can God use it? How can God use what I've been blessed with? How can God use it? No, I'm not going to say, bring all your stuff, we're going to sell it. I'm not going to say, you're not going to hear that, okay? But the thing is, we need to, we need to be free, get, freely, freely giving, voluntarily giving. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple. I thought this was amazing. I thought this piece was amazing. You might have missed it, but I thought it was amazing. So they, t- they continued daily with one accord in the temple. What was the temple? What was the temple? God's house, okay. What was the temple? It was the place of worship. Okay, you, you left out a word. It was the place of Jewish worship, okay. It was the place of Jewish worship. And here these new Christians, these new Christians are going to the temple, are going to the temple. And oh, by the way, they said that, you know what? They were in one accord with those folks. So they went through and they, and they, um, they participated in the daily prayers. They participated in worship. They continued to worship with their brothers and sisters who may not have at this point accepted Christ. It, I don't read. I don't read that they were that they were renting the space and that they were there for their church service. And then no, they they continued to involve themselves in even the worship that was going on in the temple. And you, you know what? It wasn't as free as they probably wanted it to be. For their newfound faith. So what did they do? They went house to house. They went house to house. And they worshipped house to house. And they encouraged one, one another in that way. But daily they went into the temple. Now there was. There, if you read far enough. You'll find a commentator that will give you exactly what you're looking for. They even said that there were parts of the temple. That were okay for another group to come in. And worship. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? But, but, but here's what, when I, when I read this, and, when, and when, the, when you read what the majority of people um, agreed upon that this was talking about, it was that, you know what? They continued to involve themselves in, in, that, in that worship that they had been a part of. Okay? That they had been a part of. They continued in that, in that worship even though they are new believers. They are a new, they're, in, they're a new creation in Christ. Christ is, Christ is their Messiah. You got to remember that what's going on in the temple is not recognizing, is, not everyone there is recognizing Christ as Messiah. So there were issues where they're not. Wow, what good issues to have. Man, let's, let's have this discussion. Okay, let's have this talk about who Jesus is. 
So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. In other words, you know what? They had progressive dinners. They had progressive dinners with one another. Because this one's talking about that they shared meals with one another. Because you know what? Here, here's what? Here's what I think. Here's what I think. So in Africa, people groups are very specific. Over here, over here, guess what? Guess what? Guess what the, the petty and the swana and um, the numbers, the, the, the venda and the number of people, guess what they're called over here? They're called South Africans. South Africans. That's how specific it gets over here. We, we're, you, you know, they, they, they kind of get lumped into a, much, in a, into a much larger group. Okay? And, and they... But I, th- I, think, I think these people enjoy spending time together. Now, 3,120 people. You, th- you think everybody liked everybody? You think everybody got along? You think every... Now, I think they did. <clears throat> I think they did because I think they had the right perspective. I think they had their mind what, on what was right and, and so on and so forth. Okay? And so here they were. They were enjoying one another. How, how do I know that? How do I know that they were enjoying spending time with one another? Look at what it says. Look at what it says. It says that they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. They ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. When was the last time you sat at your table at peace? (laughs) Just think about that. When was the last time you sat at your own table in your own house at peace and, and, had, a, and had a meal? And, and you think about, this was, this was a constant flow of people probably coming through houses. A constant flow of people coming through houses. You know what? There are some people that do not want me in their house. You know why that is? Because they don't want me to see how they live. Now, that's the craziest thing I ever heard in my life. That's the absolute craziest thing I ever heard in my life, that somebody doesn't want me there because they don't want me to see how they live. Okay, or they don't want me to see that there might be, that, 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 that there, there might be a mess somewhere. Okay, I could care less about that kind of stuff. Because you know what? I don't care about it. I don't, now, I, I'm going I'm to tell, tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. When you, when you come to my house, um, we live, we live, I mean, I'm very, 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 very appreciative of my wife and the way she keeps our home, okay? But, but you know what? I don't, I don't set that as an expectation. I don't set that as, a, as where I set the bar. I don't set the bar there. Now, I've been in some places. I've crawled through some places. I've crawled through places that I had to wash my turnout gear after I left, okay? I'll just say that. But again, it's not about that. They ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God, praising God. What was important? What was important? What, what, what was important was that they were together and that they were praising the Lord. They were praising Him and they were sharing life with one another. And, and, and these folks, when we think about what the, church, what the church ought to look like, when we think about what the church ought to be, and you know what? Everybody's got stuff. Everybody's got stuff, and we need to, and you know what? We need to be willing to walk through that stuff together, to walk through that stuff with one another. 
and to, and to be glad and to be glad to spend time, to spend time with one another. Because you know what? Here's the thing. The church mattered back then. Does the church matter today? Don't, don't answer. Don't give me, give me no head shakes. One way or the other, give me no head shakes. Because the question is, because the question is, where are you spending your money? Where are you spending your time? Where are you going? What are you doing? What's most important? Where does the church, where does, where does the church fall into your life? What part of your life does God have? What part of your life should God have? What part of your life does God have? Man told me yesterday, here's the way I rank it. My mother, then God. You reckon that conversation went very well for the next few minutes? No, it really didn't. Because you know, what does he tell us in his word? He tells us that we must hate we must love God so much that it looks like we hate mother, father, brother, sister, family. That we love God, that we love God that much that it actually looks like that. Now, is he telling us to hate our family? Absolutely not. Positively not. He is not telling us that, but he's telling us that our love for him. And you know what? There can be no other God before me. And sometimes we make family God, can't we? We can, we can idolize family. We can idolize, we can idolize that to the point that it's, but. Praising God, having favor with all people, having favor with all the people. Now, was that, was that favor with all the people in the church? Boy, that, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be pretty? Wouldn't that be pretty if all the people in the church were, were in good relationship with one another? Okay, and the only way that we do that is to be in right relationship with the Lord. Right relationship with the Lord leads to right relationship with one another. Okay, so, but to have favor with all the people, I think it even stretched outside the church. I think it stretched outside the church. There was a time known as a Pax Romana. It was a Pax Romana. It was a period of peace. It was a period of peace there, even among the Romans, even among the Roman government and all of those things. But having favor... With all the people. And look at, what, look at what was happening. Look at what was happening. When all this stuff is happening, when all, when, all of this, when all of this true unity and this true togetherness and this true working of the Lord, look at what happened daily in the church. Look at what happened. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. The church added to the or, or the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. So, what does that say to us? What does that say? I believe that many of you are having more gospel-centered conversations. I believe that's happening. And I believe that the Lord will bless that. I believe that the Lord will bless that. Okay, and, and how will that look? How will that look? Well, maybe more seats in here will be full. Maybe, maybe we will see more people getting saved. More, maybe we will see more people being baptized. 
Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll see God doing what only God can do in the lives of people when his people are obediently following him and doing what we as a church, what we as a church, just like they as the first church, they as the first church did. May we be about his business. May we, may we do all that he has set aside for the church to do. We are, this is the church age. You know that, right? This is the church age. We are part of his redemptive plan for mankind. When will the church age end? All right. So someone said when Jesus comes back. Because when Jesus comes back, what's going to happen to the church? The church is going to be raptured. Okay? The church is going to be raptured, and then there will no longer be the church because the church will be gone. The church as we know it on earth now will be gone. And then comes, okay, and this is a little, you know, we got a little timing with some, with some of whether it's uh, pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, all that kind of stuff. You'll figure that one out. But the thing is, how, however, however you understand that's going to occur, the tribulation will come. And, and who's the tribulation about? Who's it all about? It's all about Israel. It's all about Israel. It's all, it's all about God's chosen people coming to him. He is going, he is going to have his way. Praise God. Praise God. God is going to have his way. He is having his way now. And you know what? Here's the thing, folks. I want to be a part of it. I want to be a part of God having his way. I want to be a part of God saving lives. I want to, I want to get to see it. I, I want to see it in my, in my lifetime. I want to see it day by day. And I hope that you want that as well. Because none of us know how long we will be on this earth. We just know that God has a plan. And God is carrying out that plan. Let's pray. Dear most precious Heavenly Father, Lord, love you, honor you, praise you, thank you. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for how, you're, thank you for how clear how clear your word is. And Lord, and Lord, as that, as that first century church, as that first century church was um, obediently committed to you and committed to one another and followed the things that you laid, laid out for them to do in the, midst of, in the midst of what was probably some pretty challenging times, in the midst of some pretty tough times from time to time. I'm sure there was quite a bit of persecution. And, uh, and Lord, yet they, they continued to follow. They continued to do. And, and there are going to be things. We're going to see things into the future. There are going to be things that are going to happen that are going to try to tear away at the church. There are going to be things that, but, but we're going to see you do spectacular things. And Lord, we want to see you do spectacular things amongst us. We want to see you. We want to see you do a work in this community. 
to do a work through us that only you can do. And Lord, when we, when we take our final breath, when we take our final breath, Lord, we can know, we can know that we were a part of what you are doing to grow your kingdom. So Lord, I lift up this time of invitation. Lord, I don't know what, what this invitation will be like this morning. I don't know what are, what's on people's hearts. But Lord, I just pray that whatever decisions need to be made, whatever the decisions are that need to be made, Lord, that you'll give people the, the power of your Spirit. You'll fill them with your Spirit. And Lord, you'll move them. You'll move them to do whatever they need to do. And Lord, we give you the praise, honor, and glory in your most precious and holy name. Amen. Let's stand together.